Welcome to the Vintage Talk Show. It's just two dudes getting together to talk about current topics in the vintage community with your hosts, Mosquito Heads and Vintage Shih Tzu. Guys, today we're going to do something fun. It's a little game I made up. It's called the Lingo Game. I noticed that there are so many words that people say and that a lot of listeners might not know what we're talking about when we say certain things. So what I've done is I've just written down some words on a note card and I'm going to display them and we're going to give our thoughts on them and say, do we use them, do we not, so on and so forth. So this is this is going to be lingo game. So here we go. Here's the first word. Bin pick or live pick. Word or phrase. I'll put it that way. So what do you guys think about that term? Describe okay, what so, it is. Okay, bin picks pretty much where you're at the bins, the Goodwill bins, the big blue, uh, I guess, rolling, uh, I guess they're bins that they throw all these clothes in and people like to put their finds on top of all this pile and just kind of take a picture of it. It's kind of gone super viral. And for some reason, just doing a pick like that gets more likes than any other pick. I guess it's a flex. It's, it's a flex. flex. Yeah, it's like, yeah. hey, I just found this in this pile of clothes. Well, Check it I out. I think also because of the point of view of it, when you see the pick, you can imagine yourself as finding that item. It kind of gets you excited for that person to know that it's it's not been something bought in a collection. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of people will get turned off by people staging bin picks yeah. and even staging live picks too. Yeah, which that's a conspiracy in itself. And I, I guess I haven't found evidence of it, but I always figure it's probably happening. Yeah, I, there's an account that I've seen online before. This is a YouTuber, and I have a pretty strong in, inclination that this person's he's planting stuff. Yeah, he's planting stuff just because of the what he normally finds, and then I don't know, it just it's suspicious, you know. So. We and also with like the live picks, they'll thrift. say it's at a thrift and it's really a vintage store. Yeah, that's it's actually not, out there. Yeah. Yeah. There's an account out there that actually is at a vintage store trying to claim that. Uh, if you look close, store. you can tell it's a vintage store. Yeah, it's like not a, a thrift. It's not. So if you people see this out there, call the people out. Don't let them get away with it. Call <laughs> yeah. them out. Yeah, we're not into. At the very least, don't that. follow them. Unfollow them. If you go to a Buffalo Exchange, and that's one a lot of people say. Uh, if you're posting a pic saying you found a vintage tea at Buffalo for 30 bucks, just don't post it. Unless it's, uh, no, just don't ever post it. Actually, I'm, I'm going to stick strong on that one. I want to see it found in the nitty gritty. Yeah, there's nothing I respect more than somebody out there in the rough finding stuff the old fashioned way with hard labor, sifting through crap, what we like to call mining for gold, mm-hmm. and getting these nuggets. And I love it. I respect it. When I see those pictures, it really gets yeah. me excited. That but at the same time, on the other side of the spectrum, people who are at a vintage store doing stuff like that, so I kind of have zero, well, not zero respect, but not a lot of respect for that. Yeah. I'm not really about it's it. It's false to me. It's not as, it's not as true. Especially as when they're claiming that it's like thrifted. It's like, no. Yeah, well, see... That's a good point. Like Plato's Closet. Buffalo, those aren't thrift stores. And I think a lot of people think they are because they're consignment stores and they're, they're not the same thing to me. I've seen, I think a lot of people get those two uh, t- stores interchangeable and they're not. I think that's where these people are misled. Oh, it's a live pick at this um, consignment store that buys only vintage clothing, anyways, and only puts out vintage clothing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. All right, I, think we've, I think we've killed that. Okay, one. yeah, we killed that. All right, here's a term Mirage. All right, Mirage. This is more of a personal term, right? Yeah, this is one that we this is one we kick around and use. It's fun. I would suggest that if any of you guys are ever out with a friend, come up with your own kind of lingo. It just makes the trip fun. I mean, uh, so yeah, tell me what Mirage. Tell a mirage, what mirage is is when you think you've saw a yard sale, 
but it wasn't ever there. Like, hey, turn around, go back. And it just wasn't there. Like maybe it was like a hoarded house? Yeah. Like you think, no, no, I think there was one and just didn't exist. That's why I've always thought, how do you use it? Like you could use that way where maybe like you think you see some cool shirt, you come up there. You see some, it from afar on know, a rack. And it's actually like some generic crappy, yeah. like you just are honestly a little bit upset at yourself for being tricked. Yeah. And that you know, the term mirage itself is what, when you're in the desert and you you think you see an oasis. Yeah, and it's not there. Yeah, and it's not there. So that's what we're getting at with that term. Y'all good okay, mirage? I'm good with that. Yeah. Okay. Hi. Ooh. Hi. Hi. This, this is, is a, apparently, uh, other half of my skinheads gets a little, she gets fired up about this. Uh, she get, does she get hyped up about it? She gets hyped. <laughs> I she hate gets, the hype. <laughs> yeah, hype. Well, uh, how do people use it? It's been used for a while, but if we have like a listener that doesn't even know anything about the culture, the community, they're not going to know what hype means necessarily, but it's just something that's really good to get you really excited for it. Uh, it can be, uh, I'm hyped about finding this thing. I'm really excited, really happy, or... You can be hyped for other people if they find something. So how do y'all use it? Now, I take it you have the extended version of this word in there, too. Hype beast? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. So right. we'll just talk about Because I definitely hype. want to talk about Or hype's like getting the likes, like getting the uh, love. Yeah. That's okay. hype, right? So you use hype as like trying to find a picture. Post a picture you know everyone else is going to get excited about. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. But I guess everybody is about the hype. To a certain extent. Yeah, you want it. You yeah. want to be known, but some people only overuse live it. for yeah. the hype. They overuse it and they own, and we're going to talk about them in a moment. We get there. Okay, bootleg. Bootleg. All right, good. So, um, what's a bootleg? Not to be confused with knockoff, because there's definitely a difference there. And I know Slobby Robbie's definitely explained that more, mm-hmm. but we can talk about it in case you hadn't seen his little episodes. But yeah, bootleg is. Uh, it's really its own design, its own style, but it's not licensed in any way. It's something that's made like in a third world country or somewhere like that. And it's uh, it's kind of a knockoff they'd sell, not in stores necessarily, or maybe a little bit shady stores would sell it. Outside of a concert. Yeah, most people, are, of course, are thinking of the bootleg rap tees. Those are what are big. Mm-hmm. That's what people are trying bootleg to Bootleg Gucci, bootleg Chanel. Yeah, Sold out of their trunk, the, maybe. Exactly. There's also yeah. the Chanel. There's also the stuff on Canal Street and uh, and in parts of New York where they got the knockoff. Well, I guess those would be. That's, yeah, I, you, I, I mean, you got like that that Dapper Dan. Like, yeah. I mean, he, he built his whole brand off of uh, bootleg stuff. Bootleg's been, a, I think, a fundamental part of the whole culture all the way back to when streetwear wasn't streetwear. People have always wanted to yeah. have. And what's interesting is bootleg look. now is like. You can get big like Tommy that's going for sometimes more than licensed yeah. Tommy. Yeah, but so, like, big yeah, like's definitely interesting. They got different types of things you couldn't get in store. And of course, there's the whole, uh, what was it, Gucci that sells now their own license yeah. versions of what used to be bootlegs. Gucci bootleg Gucci. Yeah, yeah. which is interesting. So yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of stuff around the bootleg. From, like, a, from a collector standpoint, bootlegs are good. We like bootlegs now. Bootlegs like, are yeah. yeah bootlegs. bootlegs are very good from a collector and even a reseller market. If you find a bunch of bootleg stuff, you you're gonna get good money for it. Yeah, bootlegs are good. Yeah, and also it's a form of flattery in my opinion too, because you know that something that was really desirable was bootlegged. Yeah. Most people don't bootleg things that are, yeah. All right, okay. the rap tea. It's a term rap that we use. Rap tea. Okay, that's pretty self-explanatory. That has to do with the. 
genre of music, uh, hip hop, rap, whatever you want to call it. That's the Snoop Dogg, the NWA. Uh, yeah. But with that said, though, the rap tee has a certain look. The bootleg is not a rap tee. Rap tees are bootleg. It's kind of like a, a square and a rectangle situation, you know? So a bootleg is anything. But a rap tee has a certain look. And they make rap tee. I've seen Men in Black rap tees. I've seen wrestling rap tees. Whitney Houston. So now go into a little bit more of that because I guess your term of rap tee and my term of rap tee are a little different. Yeah, I mean, like there's Michael Jordan's rap tees. That they call look, them rap tea, okay. Yeah, like, they're not actual rap teas. Yeah, they're just like they got the look of a rap tea. Yeah, I would, I would. That's how I use rap tea. I use rap tea to encompass the OJ Simpsons. Those are rap teas. But you're saying they're not bootlegs. Like you said, no, something I mean, they them. never made OJ Simpson shirts. So it's not a, it's not a bootleg. It's, it's weird. It's like a bootleg could be a bootleg Gucci, where like you had the embroidered on print or I mean the print on print or the bootleg Chanel's but, but, it is. but it's not licensed so it's so it still is a bootleg. Yeah. kind of a bootleg but, but what I'm getting at with the rap tee is the aesthetic it's that all that those look. those pictures that were like photoshopped on and screen printed the bright yeah. colors yeah. The... yeah so that's what I'm getting at with rap tee and rap tees are when people say them they encompass like the one I'm wearing today this Michael Jordan one that's a rap tee okay uh, it's a bootleg tee but it's also it's not anything to do with music so See, I guess uh, I guess I'm a rookie there I'll just when I see rap tea, it's like, okay, it has to be an actual rapper on a shirt. Okay. I'm with that. So you would say it's just a bootleg tee. I would say it's a bootleg NBA Bulls shirt. But this does not look like the All Eyes on Me Tupac yeah, shirt. But it's I mean, it's like, it's like a bootleg tee, or it's a bootleg that ha- has that rap tee look. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Which I'm not saying you're wrong, because see, that's the crazy thing about vintage. See, I guess in the actual terminology, like people use that. That shirt right there, the bull shirt I'm talking about. Yeah, that's, the, that would be a wrap tee. Yeah, that's what I guess I'm my terminology. It's like, I guess I'm sticking to inside the box. No, you're saying that for it to be a wrap tee, it has, it to, has be to be a wrapper, wrap. and if it's yeah. not, then it's just a bootleg yeah. Jordan tee. Yeah. Okay. See, I would say this is a Jordan wrap tee. Okay. See, I guess it can go either way. It's yeah, just it's it's, you, no one's gonna like lose a friendship over it. They're just saying, like, <laughs> I don't know, man. This uh, is, okay, uh, guys, we're not gonna do last podcast you'll ever hear. No, it's not. Okay, but, all right. So we got yeah. that cleared up. Okay. We got that That's cool. Up. See, that's a good thing to talk about. So here we go. The term fake. All right. Fake. Like fake vintage? Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, uh, it's not bootleg. So this is just a straight 100% copying of something, but it's a Yeah, this is the generic. $30 Gildan tag. Oh, like reprint. on eBay. Yeah, this from is, China. Ships from China. Yeah, I would call that fake. Go into Urban Outfitters uh, and get yeah, that. Yeah, so fake is really just like what I said, Slobby Robbie said. It's taking a look that's already out there and knocking it off and recreating yeah. it, making it. The thing with, to me, the thing with fake, and there's another term in here that we'll talk about, is uh, they're trying to steal your money. They're trying to sell oh, yeah. you a low-grade quality and product. And like we've talked about the Mosquito Heads ones, they definitely have some fakes there that are very good quality. And once again, look yeah. out for those. Don't get tricked by those. Yeah, so fake, maybe some people use it don't, but I just threw it in there. Okay, ringer or ringneck shirt? All right, yeah, this is that quintessential vintage, often replicated with new age like shirts that you get at Walmart. Yeah. Which of course have the different color rings around. Not always though. I've seen them with the same color on some really old ringers where they've got white on white, but it is a ringer because it's got that same like stitched. Uh, yeah. So uh, to describe it for the listener, a ringer is uh, it's a white t-shirt. Usually it has a say red 
ring on the collar and, two, and a red ring on the sleeve, but not on the waist part or the hem. And it's usually red or blue, black. black. Yeah. Yeah. Yellow. I've seen yellow ringer before. Yeah, there's a little bit of everything. I love ringers. Yeah. I'm what, a big fan of the ringer. And what time period are we looking at here? 70s, 80s? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, more yeah. of that, you know, yeah, true vintage, Malaysian. Vintage. Okay. Like. Yeah, ringers are cool. I like ringers. Like I said, they got that quintessential vintage look. All right. If you find certain ringers, how much are they going for? Mm, I guess more, it depends on the content of the ringer. Yeah, so, but uh, do ringers always hold more value? They just like, so the same shirt that's a ringer opposed to a non-ringer yeah. would it be selling for more. I would say, A yeah. Mickey ringer, yeah. Like, yeah, I feel I like they sell fast. Yeah, Mickey ringers, yeah. Okay, cool. So, ring neck ringer, you can look them up. All right, here's a term we use, single stitch. Single stitch, love single stitch. Uh, yeah. Very much. That's the, of course, we're referring to the stitching around the, the waist or the sleeve. Um, which these days, of course, is double stitch. Yep, means there's two row, two rows of stitching going around the sleeve or the the waist. And single stitch is definitely an indicator, not always, but typically an indicator of a vintage shirt. Uh, yeah. But of course, now we've got Hollister and all these other companies trying to replicate that and like try to copy that. Yeah, they even will tag on their vintage. I've even seen like them have a, their own little. Oh yeah, it's like the vintage cut or the vintage look. Yeah, now, single stitch, right? Yeah, I want to talk about single stitch. A lot Go of people ahead. think that single stitch means that it's uh, it's vintage, and that without single stitch, it's not. But we know that that is have, not true. That is definitely not yeah, true. I have shirts from the early '90s that are double. Yeah, that's what, that's what, that's what I was about to go into. Like I've seen some really early shirts that are double up, double down. Oh yeah, and that, okay, that goes in with this. So we often say, well, we find a shirt, we'll say, is it double up, double down? So double stitch sleeve, double stitch waist, or single up, single down, single, single up, up, double, double down, down, which is common. Yeah, we kind of talk about. And like then that. the rare double up, single down. That's yeah, probably the rarest. Yeah, those are harder to find. Combos. Yeah. But uh, yeah, single stitch, great. Like we said, not a 100% indicator that it is vintage. And also, double stitch, not an indicator that it's new. Like he just said, he's had early 90s that are double stitch. I have too. Yeah, and there's a 1992 shirt that's double stitch, but it says like 1992 on it. Yeah, so they were, I guess those are the people that were uh, getting really early with that. I know it's, I guess it'd be more quality to have double stitch. Yeah. Some people jumped on it earlier than others. But uh, yeah. Love love single stitch. They're fun. All right, so fun. single stitch, fun term. We use it a lot. Okay, here's one, true vintage. We've already kind of thrown that around, so I'm glad we're even doing it right now. Okay, yeah, the true vintage. Go ahead. You, you hit this uh, one. For me, true vintage is uh, 70s, early 80s, yeah. 60s, yeah. I guess, late 60s, but really just like the 70s time To frame. me, yeah. To Some me, the old true Adidas vintage are like when you shirt. think of vintage shirt and the one that they're – Redoing and selling at Walmart. Those are the true vintage. Yeah, 90s. And they got that good look. That 90s, good, not true 90s, vintage. 90s, not true vintage. Early 80s? True Late vintage. 80s, not true vintage. Early 80s, true vintage. So like, say 85 and yeah. below? Yeah, say 85 and below. Good. I'm, I'm with that. And uh, a lot of people that are out there, they only want. There's yeah. certain. I'm only a true vintage Which collector. Are, yeah, definitely. Those people out there, a lot of old heads are like that. Mm-hmm. And of course, Asians love true vintage. Yeah, the Malaysian, the Thailands, the Asians, they Japanese. Love it. They Japanese. Eat it up. Yeah, like, uh, and even. And honestly, I'll be honest with you. I used to only get true vintage. I would pass it. This is, I'm talking this back in, I don't know, early 2000s. So it's like, I guess at that point, 90s weren't really that vintage. So I would pass on that and only go for the true vintage. So I have a lot of true vintage back stock. Mm-hmm. And uh, now I've gotten super into 90s, probably more than. 
True Vintage in a way. I don't know. I like the feel of the 50-50. That's another thing. True Vintage are going to be 50-50. Unless you go really old. Yeah. The really old's go. Once yeah. you get, you, there's like a middle area that's 50-50, but you go past that like 70s, you get back into the 100% cotton. So that's interesting. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. Yeah. True Vintage. Okay. Dry Rot. Dry Rot. This is a fun one. All right. <laughs> yeah. You want to start us out on the Dry uh, Rot? Dry Rot is essentially when the shirt will disintegrate. It tears easily. The thread, the fibers don't hold upright. There's some uh, something going on with the uh, the pH level of pH the fabric, level. and it's the black dye, only black dye. Yeah, it can't be any other color, which is good news for everybody. Yeah, we and if there is one out there, I'm saying please let us know. Yeah, because we've never seen that. Anything. Would be groundbreaking information. Yeah, because then we could probably source exactly what. It was because all we know we're right still now, trying to get to the bottom of this. Yeah, we and we we're trying to figure out is there a way to reverse dry rot? But what we know is from chemistry, you can't really reverse a chemical reaction. That's right. Because you got something new as a product, but uh, it would be cool if there was a way to just preserve the longevity of a dry rot. Um, do you want to go into further detail? Yeah, I'll go into full further details. Okay, so dry rot's only going to affect 100% cotton shirts. It doesn't affect 50/50. So if you got unwashed okay that's another thing it's got to be dead stock it can't be yeah. washed so if it's dead stock from the i would say late 80s to uh, i don't know 97 98 yeah maybe well, even, even later, later. Yeah, even a little later we, we yeah, found that one like early 2000 2000s. so it's got to be like late 80s all the way to early 2000s has to be black and it's only certain black ones not all black ones that are dead stock are going to be dry rotted and it's going to have like a little sheen to it and it's now this is the interesting part <laughs> yes we got to talk about the smell. There's a smell there. We've noticed a trend with a, it's almost a mapley smell. Very sweet. It's, a, it's weird. And if you smell that, you can almost bet that you can pull it apart and it'll just tear on you. Yeah. So, uh, Honestly, yeah. Dry Rot is a podcast all in its It's own. a podcast well, to itself. We'll right. just save it. We just know that we'll it's a term. It's a term. Dry Rot we'll is bad. We bad. don't want Dry Rot. It it's ruins the enemy stuff. of any vintage head, any collector. We hate Dry Rot. That's the cancer to a t-shirt. Yeah. So and it's terminal, guys. It's terminal. Yeah. Pretty much, once you get a Dry Rot, you get a showpiece. You ain't wearing it. Yeah. And if you wear it, you definitely ain't washing it. Yeah. I can't. I think I put showpiece in here. Let's move okay. on. Okay. Oh. Racks. Racks, okay. Right. Racks on racks. Okay, I'm thinking racks of like just that's how I find I source mainly. Yeah, we're we're rackheads. We're not bin boys. Yeah. We're some. We're not too close to some bins. And honestly, I haven't really killed it that much at bins. And I'm not saying that they're not good, but yeah, we're rackheads for sure. We're rackies. Uh, not to get confused with Iraqis, but we are rackies. And uh, yeah, that's the that's the flipping through. Hundreds, thousands of shirts trying to find the good tees in there. Yeah, that's that's thrift stores are going to have rags everywhere. Everywhere's got rags. All right. So here's the term: true XL or true large, okay. true medium. You're, that's that's definitely more your side. So uh, you well, go ahead and fill us in on that. Well, people get mistaken when they look at a like at all time. Uh, the tag says XL, but you say it's a medium. Are you sure about that? Yes, I took the measurements, and it's because vintage stuff has been worn. It's been dried. There are different just size like people just people wore yeah, stuff Amer- different. Ha- and Americans have higher. gotten just just like you go to a fast food restaurant and now you can get a small cup. It used to be like the large back in the day. Same with clothes. Yeah, like the the clothes were just made smaller back then. Honestly, no offense, Hats Americans were Americans were smaller back then. Yeah, I mean, even yeah, like you just said, you can get fedoras like that one over there. They're tiny. Every old like nineteen forties, nineteen thirties like hat. 
they're tiny. I think people's heads were smaller. Like we're it's the uh, hormones in the chicken. It's the yeah. hormones in the chicken. We're evolving to be bigger, and of course, we're eating a lot more fast food, so we're getting bigger in general. And people don't want to be like, oh, I'm having to wear an XL all the time. They want to be like, oh, I wear a medium or a large. So yeah, it's made it bigger. So yeah, yeah, true XL. So that's that's a term I use. Is it true XL? It says XL, medium large, fits medium large. People yeah. say stuff like that. That all kind of goes in the same category. Yeah. It's that's, it's, that's it's, uh, it's telling you the size of the shirt. Yeah, that's a good one. I all like right. that. Fly trap, fly trap, boy, oh boy. I want you to. I feel like you got a lot to say on that. I want you to go on that. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll salt and pepper it up. <laughs> all right, fly trap is whenever you go into uh, a situation, yard sale, thrift store, estate sale, and you get stuck in there. For too long, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like you, kind of, well, not too long. No, you just get stuck. You just kind of like you want to make it a quick little stop. And now, why do you get stuck? Maybe someone parks behind you and okay. you can't get out. Well, maybe you got like a really talkative old person. You're kind of yeah. a people pleaser, and you just don't want to just be like, "Hey, I gotta go." Someone starts talking to you. There's a large line, and you weren't really wanting to buy maybe one or two things. The next thing you know, you've been there for thirty minutes. Too much idle time. Yeah, too much idle time. So a fly trap is a is a bad. You don't want to be stuck in a fly trap because. You can maybe get out, but it's tough. So. Okay. All right. That's good. You like that? Yeah, I like that. Okay. Vintage. Vintage. Okay. Vintage. Now, according to Webster's Dictionary, vintage is 20 years plus older stuff. Yep. That's and right. I did just make that up. It's, not, it's actually probably not in Webster's. It's going to be what in they Webster's. Say. That's what no, they say. Yeah. Vintage is 20 years. So currently, uh, anything from 1998? 1998 yeah, below is, is yeah. vintage now. And... Uh, Vintage is just eclectic of a time time period, so that's what vintage means. Yeah, vintage. Something twenty plus years. So if you're looking at something from 2004, not vintage yet. Not yet, but hang on to it. That's a sitter. Yeah, getting that's a sitter. sitter. That's... I've been stockpiling a lot of getting yeah. sits lately. Okay, a come up. A come up. Okay, this is. Uh, you go ahead on that one too. I'll add a little flavor. All right, a come up. Uh, you found something good. You came up on something great. You. You were not expecting to find anything. Maybe you just made a little pit stop, and next thing you know, you came up on. You know what? So I think that's the come up, but I feel like come up's almost more like a big haul. Like yeah, you just came up on okay. a lot of stuff. Like if you found a shirt, to me, that's not a come up. That's like you found a shirt. Unless it's, it's a, a really high dollar shirt, that unless could it's be yeah, a come up. I guess yeah. it could be. Like this I feel like come up something that, yeah. big. That, that Tommy, a come up. it's a come up. Yeah, but like if you found like a fifty dollar Tommy jacket, that's not. No, a come that's, up. Just that's just a, a fine. Yeah, it's a fine. So a come up something that's big that you just literally came upon and it happened yeah it could be quality over quantity or it could be a lot of quantity as a, a come up maybe you found like 150 dollars shirts that's a come up yeah that's a come up or maybe something yeah. that just means a lot to you something you've been looking for forever yeah yeah that could or, go you could go a lot of ways yeah. to come up. a lead could be, a lead could be a come up maybe like you were networking and you found a lead that mm-hmm. got you somewhere you wanted to be yeah. that's a come up that's a big come up right there okay here we go hype beast hype beast okay this is where we will get a little bit more heated uh, we're personally not the biggest fans of Hypebeast, I guess, except if you're selling and they'll buy your stuff. Yeah. But as far as like respect level, I, it's just kind of like, and people are going to say we're old heads with this comment. They're going to probably n- knock us and be like, oh man, you guys are just some haters. But it's like, okay, these people, go ahead. What is a Hypebeast? For me, it's someone that only buys it because it's popular. Okay, they're just it, in it for the popularity. Yeah, it's, it's not like they actually care about it or did care about right, it. Do you remember that time we found that one Hypebeast on the yard sales? 
and we got so much good stuff from him vintage wise for cheap yeah i'm still trying to figure out if he's a hype he seemed chill Dude, he was a hype beast chill. he was hype because he's wearing undefeated air max 95 he was those are lost... just had come out or whatever like, no he... offense to the supreme people but it's like yeah nine out of ten times they're usually hype beasts. yes yeah so this guy no was... offense guys and i'm not knocking on y'all i hope we don't yeah step on your toes but i'd i'd consider him a tight hype beast because the things that he was selling he was selling we were going nuts on them. we were yeah. like this is one of our best little finds of the day and his prices were super cheap because all he wanted to do was go buy a Supreme shirt. See, a hype beast are just riding the wave. They're yeah. just kids that are just guest shirts. Hype beast people. There are a lot of hype beasts on guest shirts that never want. Like for me, a hype beast is someone who didn't wear it before until an influential person wore it, and then now it's something they have to have. And they'll usually call it a grail. And I hate the term grail too. I think I have that in here. We'll see if it comes okay. up. They'll call it their grail, and the hype beasts love it, and they have to have it, and they want it. And they're ruining the game for everybody. I personally not want to sell to Hype Beast sometimes just because I know that okay. the item is not right. going to the right home. Okay. But I will sell to them if the price is right. Yeah, they'll, I mean, like I said, from a selling standpoint, Hype Beast are okay, I guess. We'll yeah. buy your stuff. Yeah. We'll buy your stuff. And the cool thing, too, is, I mean, maybe I just haven't got enough dealings with them yet, but the thought on the tail end is once they don't want it anymore, maybe they'll sell it back to me. Yeah, for cheap or throw it in the thrift store. We'll get it from yeah. the hype base. Yeah, I feel like hype base. And then sell to the hype base kids. Yeah. Oh, another thing a hype base would do. Um, back when people were bleach staining the champion jerseys and bleach staining banties and stuff like that, that was like a hype beast thing to me. I don't yeah. think a true vintage collector is ever going to just, just tie yeah, a Tommy flag shirt. I can't do that. That's, I can't do it. Everything in my fiber won't let me just desecrate uh, true vintage base. But that's just me. Yeah. So I think hype beast they follow not only trends in clothing but just trends in uh style oh we, we think this bleach splatter is popular we're gonna do all of our stuff bleach splatter that's high okay, beast yeah okay rabbit hole rabbit hole okay these once again this is what this is a killer of idle time mm-hmm. it takes a lot of your time and this is pretty self-explanatory it's kind of like a conversational rabbit hole where you just kind of go off somewhere and you don't even know where you're at at this point. But this is more what, what you say, yard sale term maybe? Or yeah, well, maybe you're just term. driving somewhere and you see a sign that says estate sale or yard sale. Yeah, and you just and take off down this like country road that's like got no houses. Yeah, and the next thing you know, you're lost. You're three you, miles in it. You took two I turns. I call this a black hole. Okay, you call it a black hole because yeah. you go down and get stuck. Well, okay, when I say rabbit hole, a little bit different than black hole. You're actually on the way to somewhere with a rabbit hole. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like you're not that's not your intended destination. But it could be a yard sale sign that's last week's. Yeah, that's that's what it is. It's like, oh, this was a yard sale last week, they didn't take their sign down, I didn't know what happened, and now I gotta get I go down and I come back. All right. And it wasn't okay. my intended destination, just something off to the side that I hit up. So I'm gonna move on from there. You're okay, good? Okay, yeah, I'm good. Honey hole. Honey hole. This is everybody's favorite here. Mm-hmm. Honey hole is good. This is that like ooh, this is good. Honey hole, of course, is going to be your little spot you got. Fishing uses a lot. The little fishing term of honey hole where you get all the good fish, catch them all day. Mm-hmm. Same thing with like t-shirts, pants, whatever, hats, whatever you're into. It's the spot you go to where you're getting the most hot stuff and it's happening often. Yeah. Usually you don't tell people about your honey hole. Honey holes are, yeah, usually honey holes are just a personal little deal. And if you see another thrifter at your honey hole, you just nonchalant hey you man fist fight them and yeah. you stake your ground quickly or they might think that's their honey hole yeah that's of course a joke i'm not a hater like that well if i see someone at a honey hole i'm just gonna act like nothing's up like oh yeah you come here i come here every now and then something like that i made it okay. i'm really nonchalant low-key 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, honey hole. That's a good one. But you want you want a honey hole. You want a honey and hole. Everybody every, wants a honey hole. Everybody that really thrifts truly has a honey hole. And if you're out there, tell us where your honey holes are. Yeah, and we won't come to them. We're never gonna go there. Uh uh-uh. uh We won't. Not not anything. Okay. Cash out. Cash me outside. No, not okay. This is a different. Cash no, out. no. Actual okay. cash out. So All right. you so use this, this term. Do you use it? I've used it. Yeah, I've okay. used it. How do you use it? That's uh. I guess when you're pretty much just uh, cashing out everything you have, uh, I guess you could use it in two different ways. Like if yeah. you're selling, you're cashing out, you sold everything off, you're cashed out. Mm-hmm. Or I guess you could use it as a buying too. You're going to buy a bunch of stuff, you cash out and get it all. Yeah, that's what I it's use. It's just it like an end goal, like you're done, yeah. you finished it. Hey, so and so came over and cashed out last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that means they bought a lot of things from you. They pay, they paid the price, and and they're a good person. Like if I said so and so cashed out to you. I'm kind of letting you know that you should network with them because they're willing to buy. Yeah. They're not, okay. they're serious buyers. Cash out is. Once we're cashing out, usually it's good. It's yeah. never going to be a bad thing. Sometimes you will cash out because you maybe got some extra dough or it's mm-hmm. your birthday. You might go spend on something. Okay. Color block. Color block. Also, see also colorway. Uh, not a little different. A little different. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Right. So color, color block's just going to be yeah. your like. Guess like if maybe you got a shirt with two different color sleeves, a little a little uh, torso different color stuff like yeah. that, or I guess maybe stripes. Yeah, or well, is that I know. Too? No, I think Tommy. Hilfiger, you know more about the color block. Well, Tommy Hilfiger color block. Yeah, is okay. like really popular. Like just certain colors that really go well together. Color way would be like the I got a bread Jordan ones. Just that that that's just it's all yeah it's always that. Color so color block. Go ahead, a little bit more details on that point. Um, maybe just like uh, inside yellow. Outside's blue. Then you got okay. maybe like blue. Just white, different blue. colors. Yeah, color. just kind of different colors. Oh, this is color blonde, the jacket. You yeah, this is color blonde. Okay. Yeah. Right. Just. Uh, well, doesn't Duckhead do a lot of color block sometimes? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, most most brands will yeah. do color blocking, but it's but just. For some reason, I think of Duckhead. A lot. You don't have a. It's not multiple colors. It's maybe like two or three colors that are tailored together well and they complement each other and it doesn't look. Just thrown okay. together. And I thought like color block was really big in the '90s. Yeah, yeah, '90s big color block. Yeah, anything now. Like you're saying Duckhead, all those different yeah. brands. Colorway would be. I got those uh, black, black and white sambas. That's a colorway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's why I've always used it. Fifty-fifty cotton. This is your bread and butter right here. Yeah. This is uh. This is gonna be the the material that makes up different shirts or clothing articles and that's 50 50 of course refers to polyester cotton half and half uh they're going to be softer they're going to in my opinion last longer and of course they don't dry right we just talked about that cottons are going to be well what's crazy is i've seen cottons if they're worn right perfectly they're just as good as 50 50s if not better and that's when we but get that's, paper thin that's hard to find. yeah okay or just like uh i mean is this shirt not this cotton like this right here yeah that fade that like good feel Okay. So, but it, for the most part, I kind of like the feel of the fifty fifties, the the fit of them, the look of them. Once again, I said use of the true vintage, and then you get like the seventies vintage that's cotton, and it's never right really. And if you, yeah, I've I don't watched hundred percent yeah. cotton that was the seventies, and it just it's not. It's the just same. I don't know. I'm not the biggest fan of it. I do like the nineties cotton. Don't get me wrong, but I I kind of am a fifty fifty guy. Yeah, I don't know what you are. What are you? Are you a fifty fifty or cotton guy? Uh, I'm just whatever. It just I'm whatever. not. I'm You're not, not big about on, the material. Yeah, it's kind of about the. I'm more about shirt. the print the, the, and the, 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 the attachment. Yeah, the content that okay. I have. Oh, you know, right. I'm not gonna wear 
certain things because I just I'm one of those people. It's like uh, I didn't I'm not into I don't listen to that band. I'm not gonna wear that shirt. Yeah. Some okay. people are like oh I like it because it has a nice print on it. So yeah. I'm more into like something that I grew up listening to, watching something that has an attachment to me. But let me let me ask you this real quick before we move on. Mm-hmm. There's two shirts out there, right? Same exact shirts. One's fifty fifty. One's cotton. Which one are you grabbing? If you can only grab one. Because this will tell you what and you're really both are. same size. Same size. Same I go 50 50 because there we go. It you're a 50 50 man. You're yeah. a 50 50 man. It ain't, it ain't. 50 50 won't shrink as much I'm as I'm telling you, 50 50 is better. Yeah. Okay. So uh, actually, this is crazy. I have a 75 25 shirt. Have you ever seen that before? I actually have. Yeah. yeah I've, seen some, like, and I've seen some 10% ones too. Like, I'll say like just really? like, splash of polyester. Wow. But it, it's crazy how much 10% makes a difference. That's crazy. All right. Okay, band tees. Band tees. Okay, also concert tees, also rock tees. These are going to be what. I feel like these have fluctuated a lot, by the way, as far as the market for these. These are all over the place. Okay, so we'll go. We'll start with '80s band tees. I think that's be late '70s, early yeah, those '80s. Those are your quintessential band tees. Are the yeah. '80s? The the raglans yes. are big. Always printed on a raglan tee, which is uh, different color sleeves that are three quarter length. Three quarter length, kind of the baseball style. Yeah. Um. Yeah, band tees are great. I love band tees, but big fan of band tees. But. Uh, like I said, I think that they're kind of undervalued a little bit. A lot of people aren't that. Maybe they're going up a little bit, but it's it went from like ten years ago being like through the roof for a band tee, yeah. and they kind of you know fell off. Well, a that's where bit. the rap tees came. But in. I think those are going to be well, something. I, I hot think nineties band tees right now they're the hottest. Oh yeah, hot. Seattle oh, yes. sound, Seattle sound tees. You get the Nirvana's, you get all that stuff. It's the crazy. all over print. All band over tees. print band tees are going to be hot, hot, super hot always. Yeah, and we're looking at things that are on a giant tag. Winterland, Winterland, John, Brockham, big. Those are the three I feel like yeah. biggest. But the then you can you down. can get them on the Fruit of the Looms. You can get them on changes. Also too. Changes. Yeah. yeah, the three big ones are going to be the Winterland, Brockham, yeah. and Winter. And uh, I'm sorry, what, about, what was the third one? I just forgot. Giant, Winterland, Brockham, yeah, giant, giant. Of course, how did I forget Giant? Yeah. I guess because it's so obvious. It's so obvious. <laughs> it's too obvious. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Banties are great. Yeah, band tees are fun. We love but them. But I would trade my band tees for movie tees. So if you're out there and you got Movie tees, and you like band tees, hit me up. Ew, but I'll... not certain band tees. Okay, ones. so she's saying certain ones are no guys. But I, I do Heck prefer no. movie. I think my favorite, which that's another topic. Yeah, I'm, I'm a movie right. tee. All right. Black hole. Black Ooh, hole. But you did okay. bring up the black hole. Yeah. I'll let you describe it. I don't know. Like, for me, growing up, my dad always used this term, black hole, with yard sales like that. But there's always a certain area where it's like, you feel like you just keep going and going. You can't find the yard sale and it's just, or you go down the black hole and you find the yard sale and it's terrible. But I don't know. How would y'all describe yeah. the black hole? Yeah, same thing. See, like, it's you similar get, to a rabbit hole. Yeah, rabbit holes are, are side. For me, it's like a black hole is a destination. Like I'm planning to go to that one and yeah. then I can never find it. I get sucked in to this vortex and I, can't, and I feel I, like black holes are like you see maybe one indication of like a something and you go and then that's it and you drive for miles and miles and never see yeah. anything else whereas rabbit holes are like you see a sign then you see another sign but you keep going and going you never actually get there but it's like there's signs telling you it's there yeah and, and the black hole further. just drains you you feel terrible about yeah life. black holes are it's no just... good you just feel like you just want to quit the day after a black hole yeah. okay i'm good so uh, fire, heat, and then we could even throw a banger in there. Like okay, terms that are so used. fire, heat. I don't use them too much. Like a heater. Yeah. He, heater. Oh yeah, heater. Like this yeah. is like yeah, this is like what people would say is like they're super good quality content shirts. This is like your Nirvana heart shaped box that would be considered fire or super hot heat. Yeah, it's just like ones that aren't seen qual- a lot. 
like mm-hmm. very rare shirts. Yeah, not necessarily um, a shirt that we would say is hyped on, but a shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because you know you got rare shirts you just don't find a lot, yeah. and then you got rare shirts that are worth a lot because of popular demand. Um, yeah. So something that you would consider as cool, that's fire. Maybe some other people would too, but yeah. There you go. Okay. Uh, replica. This is something I know from the shoes more than I guess maybe. Okay, go on. It's kind of similar to fake. It's very similar to fake, but a replica is something that's very, very good quality, but not the actual product. So it's, the untrained eye is not going to catch it. Yeah, unless you unless you're trained to know what's going on. You see this a lot with people selling like Yeezys and Jordans and stuff like that. It's they're making this shoe that's so close to being perfect that it's a replica. It's not the actual shoe. It's different than being faked. It's still fake, but it's just a very good fake. Okay. You might see this with a certain high-end handbag, you know, or a high-end uh, clothing piece. It's been replicated. It's so good quality that okay. it's it's just obviously hard to tell if it's fake or not. But you can still eventually tell. Okay. It's very similar to fake. Okay. Smoke. Oh, I just I literally just wrote that down on my phone. Did yeah, I, I did. I saw you talking about that. It was weird. Because like, I was like, I knew we were getting to the end. I was like, I want to talk about smoke. <laughs> All right. Okay, yeah, smoke. That's something I use a lot. That's a yard sale. Usually, usually not thrift store because to me, thrift stores are always going to have potentially something. But yeah, yard sale definitely or state sale, something like that where it's like you see smoke, which is like a glimpse of maybe something that could be more like little. where there's smoke, there's fire. Where there's like a vintage tea, even if it's sucky. There might be other good vintage tea. Yeah. Or just old clothes. Yeah. Old old, yeah, it's an indicator of yeah, maybe something like, more. Yeah, yeah just yeah. anything exactly. old that's like going to relate to that, where it could be more into that. Yeah, smell. I went to one not too long ago that had some smoke in the garage, some nice 80s toys. And I'm getting excited. I go mm-hmm. in the house, nothing in the house. So, all right. Showpiece. Showpiece. Okay, this is kind of more of a U-term, so you go in on that. Uh, showpiece is just an item that you have that you consider to be very valuable, and you don't necessarily wear it all the time. You value it greatly. So it's pretty much like your top, top shelf. Yeah, like I have a showpiece right now that's, that I, I can't even wear it. It's just something I think is rare, and I want to keep it. This will be a showpiece. Oh, yeah. What, oh, right now, yeah, I'm wearing a, a Big Flag Tommy reversible. It's a showpiece. So is a showpiece one that you wouldn't wear? You would just, like, show it off to people? No, it's both. It's, okay. Yeah, you uh, term flex. Like, you, you could... It's or not, like a grail. Yeah, like, of. you might... like if, For example, I mean, I'm going to show people... That, like, if someone comes to my house in Avenger, I'm going to show them this. It's a showpiece. This is, like, kind of a way for you to show your collection, how serious you are, and your style of what you're into. Okay. But also like that dry rot M&M tea. Yeah. That's a showpiece now because you're not going to wear it. You're not going to sell it. But you might hang it on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. It becomes more of an art art yeah. thing. Now, I saved this one for last because I hate the term, and that's grail. Oh. Mm. I hate when people mm. use grail. Me too. I agree. I think it's overused. Like they just – like and now all of a sudden everything's a grail. Like to me, grail, it's like, okay, it's referencing the holy grail, which has actually not been found yet, and it would be – monumental had it been found. So it's like to say just all this stuff is a grail, that's a little much. Like if you find like a one of one, some crazy whatever, I mean, I'm like some promo rap tea that's like the only one in existence. Like, yeah, maybe go, you can call that a grail, I guess. I, I, I don't really use the word that much, but that would be considered, I guess, maybe something like that. It's super rare. I would consider or like a multi hundred dollar shirt. But the way people are using it to me is just overused and just, it kind of devalued the whole yeah. word itself. So. The jacket I'm wearing I would, if I were to ever use the term grail, I'd consider this a grail. 
to me, the term grail is supposed to mean something that you truly desired. You had to have it. You finally found it, and you'll never get rid of it. But when I see people use grail, they have thousands of grails every week or every month. You know, it's like, oh, I just come up with this grail, and then you look, and they're selling the grail. And to me, I don't sell. Hey, yeah, uh, that's another. I don't think grails will be sold. If you're selling a grail, it wasn't a grail. Yeah, yeah grails are something exactly. you hang on to yeah. for sure. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, which is another thing that kind of upsets uh-huh. us about it. Yeah, so that was my, that's the last of my lingo. You guys got anything I missed? Okay, I got some I want to add. Uh, we'll talk about old head. Okay. That's a it's good a term one. thrown around there. Old head would be kind of like uh, eight on repeat was, I'd consider him a definite old head. These are people that have been in the game since the 90s. Choco Tees. Early 2000s. Choco Tees. Check him out. He's, was it Freddy's Classic? Freddy's Classics. Is he an old he's, head? He's an old head. Oh, definitely old head. I would say. Yeah. And uh, I feel like I'm old head. You're actually an old head compared to a lot of these people well, in there. You're an old I, head. I would say that I'm more of a hybrid. I've been, <laughs> I've been, I dipped my toes in old head. I was around for that. And then I still get into some of the new wave stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I would say old head. There was you're definitely that. more of an old head than me. Like, I, if we're going to look at seniority rank, I'm not as into vintage yeah. as long as you've been into yeah vintage. if you were thrifting in the 90s getting vintage clothes you're definitely an old head yeah, even early 2000s this is like before it was like really a vintage was that much of a thing this is yeah these are the trailblazers of vintage and these are the people that these new people the have zero respect for and they just they're actually the ones calling us old heads and they're like angry at us because they think we're bitter but it's like you got to think of it from our perspective and maybe get in our shoes and then I mean, it's not that we're upset we just kind of don't really like kind of things that are happening a little bit but i guess it's i'm not really mad because it's good that you know people are getting into it that's cool but i feel like people like certain people that i can think of that are big instagrammers don't really like these old heads and it's not necessarily for the right reasons because and, they're about the hop yeah and the old the heads aren't as much old heads yeah old heads are got the true passion where it's like no i've been into this now y'all are just seeing this as like a trend and y'all are like acting like Y'all been this thing, and y'all like y'all know, but and it's like reality. Y'all, two years. Yeah, I don't know. Old heads, yeah, it's just old school people have been thrifting for a long time. They're gonna be the ones that have loads of like true vintage. Back when it was like able to be found in thrift stores all over the place, like you go in there and just come out with handfuls of like all kinds of crazy stuff you can't find anymore. And uh, yeah, that's old heads. So that's the one I wanted to go over. Okay, let's go over clout should we go over clout oh clout yeah okay i'm surprised i wasn't on your list That's yeah i don't know why well, i don't use it much so yeah no, you don't use it but i know you, yeah you kind of clout, clout is just popularity um when i looked is it, it kind of like hype would it be kind yeah, of a sim- synonym of hype? yeah but hype is more of an emotional thing and clout is more of you just trying to get popular okay so clout that's just, why i've always used it if you're if you're a clout chaser you're just someone who could be a hype beast but you're also an extreme hype beast that's really pushing. Like this might be the person on Instagram that just comments a fire emoji on everything you post, or comments on just to be seen. Like these are clout. You get these accounts sometimes. I know I do. I like someone just like comments. So they're just trying to chase fame and they'll do whatever it takes. They're, yeah, they're riding my wave. They're riding my account to try to build their account by just posting generic comments. Maybe it's an emoji. Or something like that. But a clout chaser online, that's the way it could be fleshed out. Or it could just be someone that um, has been in the game for two years and, and they try to go heavy into it and act like they're the best at it. And they're the only one that knows anything. 
and not do, pay their dues and do because that goes to everything. You always have to have your pay your dues and have your seniority ranks and respect people who have been around for a while. And a lot of these clout chasers, they come in, they think they know everything. Okay. That's why I consider it so clout. That's what I do. I consider it that way. Yeah, and we kind of, I guess, through. view that in a negative term, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can negative get clout. Way. Like, if someone said, oh, you have a lot of clout, that's not negative on you. That's just yeah. them saying, okay. you have a lot, you, your name holds a lot. So you're saying the clout chaser more so. Yeah, the, like, uh, if, if you obtain clout, in my opinion, and someone notifies you of it, like, hey, you have a lot of clout in this area, that means that your name holds a lot of weight. That's a good thing. It doesn't necessarily mean you're chasing it. You can chase clout in a negative aspect. And that's okay. people I usually don't I don't generally like to, to talk to too much um, about a lot of in-depth things. I'll keep them friendly. Okay. But. okay. Uh, let's talk about Flex. Oh, okay. And uh, I'm, I'm, shout out to uh, Dennis Schroeder, formerly of the Atlanta Hawks. He, was in the, he, of course, started the Flex Gang. And uh, that's kind of a uh, – it's kind of like showing off. Like if you want a flex, you're going to wear, say, this Tommy jacket you got. That would be a flex. Mm-hmm. Like hey, I'm going to go flex on them. I'm going to put this on and just like really yeah. just show them what's well, up. From what I remember, the first time I heard flex, I thought it meant like having sex. Wow. That's, like, yeah, that's definitely But I know. I'm, I mean I'm just saying like, – Oh, you're saying that's where you – Yeah, that's what of, I always thought uh, it was. It's kind of like the word dank. Like I remember growing up, if someone said dank, it was referring to like bad marijuana. But now dank means like something cool. No, Schwag's bad marijuana. Dank's good marijuana. No, I don't know. I don't. It's like dank smell. Like it smells dank. Like it's loud or what they would call loud. Oh, okay. Yeah, dank's the good stuff. Oh, well, then I've bad. always thought of it. Schwag I've always known the wrong way. Then. Well, flex. I always thought of it like more of a, like a bodybuilder showing their muscles at a competition. They're yeah. getting their flex on. They're they're showing what they got, and that's what you do when you flex. You okay? But flexing's not always bad. Like you may just go out and no, I don't think flexing's bad. No, it can be bad, but if you know you're going, like I'm a flex. If I go to a certain location, I'm gonna wear something that's a statement piece, yeah, a show piece. Stopper, I want to show people that I got a little something in the in the closet that they've never seen before, and and I want to wear it out too. That's the thing. Like I want to flex it just because I I don't maybe get the opportunity a lot. So flexing can be bad. If you flex too much, then you're just a hype beast. No, you're probably chasing clout, you know. Okay. Unless everything you own in your closet is a showpiece. Some people are yeah. like that. Some people just have everything they own is a banger. Yeah. And if they gotten it the right way, in my opinion, it's okay. If they, I mean, like if you found everything you've ever bought, it's all bangers. I mean, it's yeah. really hard to say you're flexing. You're just being normal. So I know it's kind of tricky, but flexing could be good or bad. Just means you're showing off. Okay. All right, then a more personal one that I guess isn't really used is uh, one we like to use, Miz. That's uh, short for miserable. So if you find a shirt that's just straight garbage, it'll be considered Miz. Like, this shirt is Miz. Yeah, or a thrift store that doesn't produce Yeah, that's Miz. a Miz thrift store. Or, like, <laughs> you just spent a whole day thrifting and found nothing. You just, you're, you're, you yourself are Miz. Yeah. You're Miz. It's just Miz. So that's one we like to use. Uh, oh, sus. Now, that one I have used, heard used a lot, like, yeah. on... Uh, yeah, it's just suspect, yeah. something that doesn't look right. You could say the place looks sus. You could say the shirt looks sus. It might mean that yeah, it's fake or suspect. not. Yeah. Um, now, this is what I'm going to try to get out there. A virgin tea. Or oh, dead a, stock? No, I guess I'm using it in a different way. We're like a virgin post. We'll call it a virgin post. Something that's never, never been, been seen. Like that. For oh, instance, okay. a Mike Tyson shirt that I posted, that's a virgin post. Because no one's popped that cherry and posted that picture. It's not on Google Image. 
It's not anywhere. And those are my favorite things. Yeah. When okay. they're not out there and you're posting it for the first time and people's eyes are seeing it, but it's only from your post. That's awesome. That's a virgin post. And like that Naughty by Nature shorts, virgin post. No yeah. You've got a lot of those. You got a lot of those. So those are, that's, I guess, something I'll try to throw out. But virgin post, that's pretty much, I think that might be all I got, all right. honestly. We covered a lot. Yeah. We good. If we come up with more lingo or anybody wants to submit yeah, us something. Yeah, if you got some stuff you use, throw it out. Yeah, we, we, like, we like to hear the, it. The conversation is ever-changing because a couple years ago, we would have never said single stitch. I, I think so. Yeah. No, like six years ago, were you looking for single stitch shirts? I mean, were you like actually saying, is it single stitch? Compared well, to like, I guess I wouldn't talk about that much. I mean, I was looking for that, though. Yeah, but you didn't say the term is what I'm getting at. Okay, yeah. Like, you just wanted something you described it as. You'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah it's a 90s tee. It's yeah. 80s tee. So, yeah, well, I'm getting at is everything's continually evolving. There's going to be more lingo, more things yeah. we got to know about. Um, so, that's that. So, thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to ask us questions or submit us topics for a future podcast, you could contact us on our official Twitter page at Vintage Talk Show or at one of our accounts on Instagram at Mosquito Heads with a Z or Vintage Shit Zoo. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for more.